Roll up your sleeves, pour yourself another drink, because this is off the cuff. Cheers, everyone. Your regular hosts, as always, are back again with a great flick. My name is Kyle. I'm Dan. And this week we'll be talking about a pretty interesting movie. I think this is something that people may have seen already, but we're just going to talk about it now, and that is Kong Skull Island. Kong as in King Kong, of course. Something interesting about this movie right off the bat that I didn't realize going in, which I think you did, was that potentially a whole world is going to be made around yes. Kong and Godzilla and some other... That is confirmed. That is a thing. Right. That is, yeah, and um, so they're building, I think they're calling it the Monsterverse, or the... I can't, there's a word for it. But uh, yeah, they're going to essentially make a franchise... Um, cinematic universe based upon these huge monster films uh the first one i guess that was i don't think it was meant to really create this maybe it was i could be wrong was godzilla that came which came out in 2014 but that opened the doors to yeah, this yeah. one and now we have kong skull island just was released uh this year and um it's there are some subtle things that hint towards godzilla or godzilla and kong meeting and things furthering Ooh. I didn't, I didn't even one realize. One thing that we missed that I kind of looked up otherwise, and one thing that I noticed, I only have two that I can bring up. Maybe we'll get, get into that in just a minute, maybe. Okay. Um, but, so this movie obviously came out this year. It's directed by Jordan Vogt-Roberts. I probably spelled, pronounced Vogt incorrectly. You might remember him as the guy who directed The Kings of Summer, which is like a nice little indie uh, slice of life film. It's a not, not, not bad movie. It, yeah, it's a good movie. It continues the trend of indie directors going on to direct huge block budget, <laughs> big budget blockbusters. <laughs> Because you know, that's what happens these days. The guy who did, you know, Monsters, ended up doing Godzilla, ended up doing Rogue One. The guy who did Safety Not Guaranteed, ended up doing Jurassic World, will now also do a Star Wars. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was yeah, the that's, connection it, it, for Jurassic It's this weird World. thing now where you're just, they hire these indie directors who probably just want the work and just want a shot to make a bigger and better movie and end up do end up making pretty great films. Because I don't think Hollywood can rely on the good old guys anymore, it seems like. Which honestly is fair enough. They're trying to spawn a new generation of directors in their sort of heavy blockbuster vibe. But I don't think it's a bad thing, honestly, to be honest. If anything, it's a little more exciting to see where these directors will take. And you know, it's it's cool to see some uh, you know, some maybe not so well recognized directors getting some uh, some big chances if they want them. I want Jonathan Glazer. See Hollywood even giving them. I want Jonathan Glazer to do uh, uh, Transformers film. The guy who directed Under the Skin. Oh, I want yeah. to do Transformers film. That's what I want. Oh, God. Maybe in a perfect world. Or Fuck. like Barry Jenkins can do like, I don't know, the Gem of the Holograms reboot. I don't know. It could be fun. But the a- Anyways. Sorry, the, the one thing I wanted to bring up when I mentioned uh, Kong and, and, and the, the multiple worlds or the monster worlds that we are going to be seeing into the future here is that this is a trend that we're seeing with a lot of different movie types. Is, oh, the verse. Is the verse yeah, idea yeah. where, you know, the mummies being rebooted and they're making uh, what potentially the swamp thing yeah, and all and kinds of other. They're vampire, creating like a Dracula, world. Dracula, a um, bunch of other stuff, yeah. So, and you know, a fucking superhero movie's released and it's got to be, God forbid, it's not connected to another fucking superhero movie to make a superhero verse. In it some, is interesting that way, isn't uh, it? So, yeah, it's weird. It's like we're creating, it's like, it's not enough to just create a movie or a movie a sequel and 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 
Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not enough these days. It's like this fucking Hollywood is almost so greedy where it's like, we're going to create a whole fucking endless world <laughs> around anything we can possibly milk out of this well, potential franchise. I know franchise. one movie that we can blame directly for that, and it's The Avengers. Like, that's why these exist now. Because they, yeah, they, for sure. they built... Uh, they built it up in the way that they were always um, teasing towards that big final like team team assembling yeah. together. Yeah, your Iron Man, your Thor, your Nick Fury's putting together a crew. <sighs> Which I think was at the end of the very first Iron Man. I think it was. Yeah, they fucking right from the get go of yeah. these superhero movies. The sp- they were and building like, it. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I was gonna bring this up later, but we might as well now. Um, that is what we actually missed watching Skull Kong Skull Island. Is that there's an after credit scene. Was there? And it, it kind of has this like cave, um, like cave drawings of Godzilla and some other monsters, and oh. Kong as well. Apparently, oh, okay. I think I saw a shot, and so that is kind of the teaser. The other teaser is that the Monarch Foundation, the company that they mentioned in this movie, that is actually a pretty big plot point of the film, um, is also relevant and seen in Godzilla. Oh, okay. So and we both in. haven't seen Godzilla. Like, I've seen I it haven't. recently, actually. Oh, I you watched did? Godzilla. Honestly, very boring film. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's super boring I, I thought about it like, it was like the other night I was looking at movies I was like huh what am I gonna watch um, I'm not sure am I gonna watch Patterson or am I gonna watch um, fucking Godzilla, Godzilla. Like two, and, very, two <laughs> very polar opposite choices but I respect, <laughs> I respect that landed on Patterson uh, let's just that's, say that's cool um, I mean Godzilla I will flat out say that like Kong does what I wish Godzilla would have done in a way like Godzilla didn't really have that fun like you know, kind of balls out sensibility to it, which Kong does. Kong also doesn't have that, in my opinion, a lot in some ways. <laughs> like, I don't I, know. We, hear... We'll get into the plot a little bit movie first. Uh, yeah. So, basically, this movie is just about the Skull Island in, the, in, a, in a sense, really. And we have John Goodman trying to get his research f- further realized and go to these places that he wants to explore where they have these crazy creatures and... Um, the scientific discoveries that he wants to basically do research for and prove to the U.S. government that they do exist. And so he asks for, I guess, funding, essentially, I guess, or like just... Yeah, he's uh, basically, he's asking for funding from some uh, military-associated government. Yeah, or, like, or like a senator or something. I'm not entirely yeah, sure, to be honest. Somebody who has, uh, a, you know, has the con- controlling played power. played by the dad from Step Brothers. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> anyway, so you have John Goodman assembling, kind of assembling a team, which honestly is where this movie is weird for me. Like, there's a good 20 minutes of them just trying to get the team together to go to this island. It's kind of yeah. weird. Anyways, well, whatever. They have to, it's like they establish a character that has been in the war and is kind of a badass um, in some way or another. Yeah, and yeah. they have to bring him into that somehow. Tom so Hiddleston. they have this sort of, yeah. That's our Avengers connection, actually. Yeah, he's, he's there we go, Loki. Yeah. So I will say I actually liked him in this movie. I usually I, don't I like thought it, I thought I was going to like him a lot less. Uh, I think he still ended up being um, maybe one of my least favorite characters because he seemed just there, but... Um, he was all right, though. I yeah, think. you know, he wasn't bad. I, he and wasn't. to be fair, I don't, like, I don't see him in a lot of stuff. You know, he's a pretty high-profile actor, but I feel like he doesn't do Ooh, too much. Fun fact, the last movie I saw him in was, uh, what was it called? The Heights? High Rise. High, High Rise. Rise. Right. That's like the only, but like before that, I, I guess Loki? I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw him in High Rise too. That movie was okay. It was all right. I mean, I guess you could say he's keeping a low-key profile. <laughs> all right. Anyways, moving swiftly on here. Uh, so yeah, he assembles a team, including Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, and Brie Larson. Um, 
Brie the, Larson being a photographer. Yes. Uh, Tom Edelson being the tracker. He's like, um, yeah, he's like a tracker. Yeah, they're trying to. And then Samuel L. Jackson kind of being the military um, option or the military um, right. escort. And it's placed during the Vietnam War. And so also soldiers from that war are asked to, because the war has ended, they ask them to come join this expedition. Yes. So we kind of have the stage yeah. set along with uh, some scientists from Goodman's uh, company, Monarch, to assist the process. Yeah, there's like, maybe, well, we get the impression there's more than this, but there's about like four or five that we actually meet and about three that are more of the sort of key. Yeah, group. there's a geologist and a biologist and they're kind of his associates, I guess. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, yeah so whatever. Anyways, they're, they go to the island and this is where the movie kind of uh, starts to really show. I guess it's true colors. I mean, more of what the movie's about. More of what the thing is trying to uh, set the stage for after we get all this, like, exposition. And immediately what I do like is you kind of see Kong right away. They come in there with their, you know, their... Uh, they're in choppers. Their military, yeah. they're, they're choppers, and they have their weapons and their bombs and shit. And Kong appears right away. I don't necessarily... Should we, like... I don't think we should spoil too much more than that. No, let's... Obviously, we'll say Kong's in the movie. It's quite obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and the only Super thing maybe I'll say is... While they're there, they meet John C. Riley, who is a man who's been there for 28 years and has um, learned all about Skull Island and is really kind of their tour guide to help them uh, really understand the island and understand what's going on. Yeah, and again, this isn't a spoiler. It's something that's revealed in the trailer. Yeah, it's in the like trailer. we know that John C. Riley's around and has been around on this island for quite some time. We don't know if he's there with anyone, if there's any other people on the island based on the trailer, but um, we. Uh, I, I think a, a key point to the plot is to say that John Goodman's character is a person who has been in the battle of seeking recognition of these monsters he believes right. to have discovered. He has his own personal reasons why he wants to be there. Yes, and so he has this sort of personal vendetta for bringing the team alongside. So there's this clashing opinion between um, the military were on a mission from Samuel L. Jackson's perspective with John Goodman's perspective of, I have a personal vendetta I need to fill and bring home. His personal vendetta, uh, vendetta is, I need to fucking bring home evidence be right. so I can prove all these people wrong that have been you know making yeah. fun of me for years. And Samuel L. Jackson is, I'm here to fulfill a fucking mission, and that's it. Like and a strict so, military perspective. And so I'd say those are some contributing plot ideas, and that... Uh, that's most of the plot, honestly. I'd say. That that that's kind of, you could see how maybe those butt heads or maybe those ideas contribute to each other or clash or whatever. Well, I, and, I think and a lot of this movie is just really talking about environmentalism and you know uh, respecting the grounds you are on and also paying tribute to really where you are and not. Yeah, there's really, some elements yeah. of that for sure. Yeah. And not not taking something for your own without really understanding what you're taking kind of thing. Yeah, I th think that would be the take-home or the, the deeper meaning behind... The lesson, I suppose, right? Yeah. I don't know. And, like, I think flat out, I'll say, like, you enjoyed this movie a bit more than I did, I think. I Yeah, I, I did really like this movie. So Walking what did, what did you like about it mostly? Um, I really liked the, the fight scene with Kong towards the end. I thought that was pretty badass. Um, I specifically liked John C. Riley. I mean... Uh, maybe I'm just a sucker for him in general, but I, the guy was him. fucking funny, and he's he was weird. Boogie Nights, right? He's good in Boogie Nights. <laughs> but he was he was very weird. Um, he was different. He said some fucking odd things at times, but I think I, you know, after sitting on it, I think I'm overall into it. You're into it. I think like I'm not necessarily against this movie. In fact, I liked it, but 
my issue with it is that the tone is all over the place, I feel like. Especially with a lot of the performances and maybe just the tone in general. It's like very goofy and so out there and that shit really works for me because it's like fuck i want to see this monster movie have fun with itself and know what it is and just you know have these crazy action set pieces and these awesome you know visuals and silly one-liners that are happening and then i don't know where it's this really serious tone yeah and you know what i gotta say maybe it's the way the actors work together not necessarily like brie larson's great Tom Edelson, we like. Well, Brie Blue Larson's always great. That show um, fails as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and Shout out to her grandparents who live in Saskatoon, actually. That's a fun fact. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's, that is nice. Um, <clears throat> and John C. Riley, like, those three characters are great. And Samuel, they're, or all four of those guys are great. Right. Yes. But I feel like maybe together they're not that good. Well, or it, maybe it's the way they work together on set like or the way they were much, brought together. There's just too much happening, I think, more or less. They're all kind of coming from, like, different sides. And I understand right. that. They're from different backgrounds. That makes sense. But they never really move together well. They don't mush together well. They kind of stay... I, I the, would totally agree with you on that. They stay in their yeah. opinions, and that's fine. That makes a lot of sense. But to let a film progress... Okay, well, I would say maybe Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston kind of work together well, I would say. But the rest of the cast kind of clashes in a lot of ways. To be fair, they shine really well in a lot of ways, and there's some really good lines and really good moments. Um, Samuel, again, like... I want to bring up, like, there was a... Co coming out of the movie, I liked it a little bit more than you did, We but we had a couple of different yeah. uh, John C. Riley, points. <laughs> John C. Riley. He, like, for me, it was... like It's weird. He's like, honestly, I'm not still fully... I can't quite fully develop my thought on him. More or less... I think he was the best character, but also the worst character at the same time, and I don't know what to right. think. Right, and you had you'd mentioned that before, but what I wanted to bring up was some was some common ground that we both thought needed to happen was there is some locals on this island, and oh, it's we, not it's not it's, developed it's, at all. I mean, they're there for a fucking split second. Uh, they pose for a couple of weird pictures with Which, Brie honestly, Larson. Which honestly is a little bit insensitive in a way, I have to say. <laughs> it's insensitive, and it's also just fucking weird and out of place. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, in some ways, that fits in this movie, and in other ways, it doesn't. Like, this, Well, it depends on the direction they wanted to take it in, but instead, they just took it both, right? And but that's it, kinda... I almost feel like if this movie was like cut differently, maybe it would, feel, it would flow better. Like, right. It, it's, like, it's like a lot of these things work well together, but it's like a serious moment, a goofy moment, a goofy moment, a goofy moment, a serious moment. And it just, yeah, I just, I mean, in some movies that kind of um, mapping or, you know, criteria can work well. But in this case, for me, it doesn't. But more or less, I don't want to dwell on that too much. More or less, I do think the performances are strong, um, even though John C. Riley, I think, is outright annoying sometimes, but outright hilarious other times. And so I'm I'm really torn on what to fully think of him, and I could see how yeah. you would feel that way about him in a couple scenes, um, for sure. Um, but I do like him. Yeah. I, I like that he's there, and I like that how I like. I just I generally like when the movie doesn't take itself too seriously because I think it's easier to have fun that way. I mean, if you look at the last King Kong from 2005 with uh, Jack Black and Nicole Kidman, this is. It works in a lot of ways, and actually, Jack Black, Jack Black is fucking awesome in that movie. But at the end of the day, it's like the movie was more about uh, Jack Black rather than it was Kong. And in this movie, they did a good balance of figuring that out. So I, they, I mean, they had I, a, yeah, they had a balance between Kong, like Kong had and a personality the world. and a character. Yeah, and I like that. So I mean, I think they're building on something strong here, and I think bringing the worlds together could create something pretty interesting. Um, right. I'm just a, I'm left a little impressed but underwhelmed. I'll put it that way. Okay, my biggest fear, I guess, is 
Okay, so imagine we have, uh, so we've got the Godzilla movie, we've got the Kong movie. Right. Now imagine we've got, you know, the next big one, whatever it is, a Loch Ness monster. I don't fucking know. Or it what... could be like a versus. I think that's what they're hinting at is it's going to be like a Kong versus Godzilla. So, okay, so let's say it is a versus. And in that case, my worst fear would be that they bring in all the characters from Godzilla and all the characters from Kong. And now they've got so many fucking characters that they don't right. know what to do with or how to bring them together because that seemed to be the flaw of this movie. It, it, I think I think you're totally right about that. Although one thing I can say is that this movie's set in what like the 70s, whereas yeah. Godzilla's based yeah. in modern day. Oh yeah, the 70s, I guess. Yeah, it's based in modern day. So I make the assumption that there's it'll time be, has passed. Some of them have moved on, or it could whatever. be Godzilla from the 70s, right? So and this might follow into your fear where all the shit's happening. It's like what the fuck, yeah. or. I kind of hope they take the modern approach where maybe they just choose one of the storylines and, and work the other one in well. I don't know. But that's a good right. fear. That's that's an accurate fear to have. I mean, we've seen a film already fail at this and will probably fail again. Uh, Batman v Superman. And then we're going to have the Justice League later this summer. But it, in all fairness, I don't think Scott, Kong Skull Island is a bad movie. I just think it has... Um, I think maybe the script and the pacing of the film are the only things I have issues with. Otherwise, the visuals and the action scenes are really fucking entertaining. And the world building. Issue, honestly, yeah. like, if they just made another movie based around Skull Island, I'd be sold. Like, I really oh, think, that, for sure. I think that world's really cool. It reminded Super me of... Cool. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm gonna. I want to really want to title this movie. Um, Honey, I shrunk the Kong, <laughs> or no? Honey, I shrunk the Spy Kids to Island of Lost Dreams. Oh fuck! Because does this movie now remind you of Spy Kids to the Island of Lost Dreams? Because it uh, does to me. Well, like, <laughs> anyways, fuck it. Like it doesn't necessarily. It's all come these to goofy mind, monsters but... that show up out of nowhere. And I'm pretty sure that one beast with the horns, like the kind of like mammoth looking beast, is a straight yeah. up Princess Mononoke ripoff. Oh <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. okay. But like, I mean, overall, I think it is a kind of a creative and inspired uh, take on the Kong series. And honestly. The trailer looked badass based on the visuals, but I will say they impressed me on how they built the world like you were talking about. Yeah, the world building's good. Um, there's a couple of things that fall short in this movie, and that's the that's the that's my biggest gripe with it is there's only a couple of things that really fall short. It feels like there's a couple of elements if well, they you, were well, fixed. You, you like this movie this... quite a bit. So what would you say fell short for you? Well, the, well, the villagers? Yeah, there needed to be a little bit more villager scene. The characters needed to work better together. Um, it seemed, I, I, I'm on par with you saying the tone was a little bit weird. Um, I, I think we're pretty much on the same page for the most part. I just happened to like it. Overall, a yeah, yeah, I had a better time with it. But, I mean, my biggest gripe is that there's like there's you know there's not a lot wrong with it. There's just right. a couple of, right. you know what I mean? There's a few points that really needed to be hit uh, that needed to hit harder and if that happened this could have been a great movie totally and my, yeah, that's yeah. my biggest gripe is like okay guys we're so fucking close like what does it take to get there like can we see <laughs> can we can, you know this feels like yeah. a it's not a half-assed movie it's a three-quarter-assed movie do you know what i mean well, i think i think a lot of that is the tone to me at least i think if this movie can could figure out where to fill in those gaps and where to take things silly but not too silly and serious but not too serious like the ending of this movie like the credit and end credit scene of this movie is fucking stupid in my opinion <laughs> and it's like it's supposed to be funny but yeah. serious it's like that to me that describes why this movie's wrong if they were to figure that out i really think we'd have a really entertaining blockbuster here um that being said i do think honestly like taking away from it like this movie takes a lot of awesome uh 
influences from like Apocalypse Now or Platoon and really has, it's kind of a war film in a way, or it's kind of like an anti-war film in a way, I would kind of say to a degree. Coming out of war and yeah. yeah it's, or or it's, really looking at the psychology of a person of war and, you know, how yeah. people interact in war and, you know, if you're and that's, f- foreign lands and things like that. And so, and that could be cool. And certainly they just need to simplify the tone of this because totally, totally, it's taking yeah. on too much. It's like, it's like, it's post-war, it's anti-war. Is it pro-war? Is it analyzing the well, people in war? Is it fucking, you know, a comedy? Is it an action movie? Is or at it least serious? Have two opposing, is it like, what the fuck is or it? Or at least have two really clear opposing opinions because face value the movie has those two opinions that like you were talking about yeah. with, um, you know, John Goodman's character and Samuel. Exactly. But the characters in between kind of confuse those ideas. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they come from all in between. And it's it needs a little bit better contrast. And so yeah, they simplify the tone. They get a little bit better contrast. That could contribute to a much better movie overall. Um, yeah, like, and, yeah. you know, I think that's the basics of it. I mean, uh, should we bring up the scene at the end just a little bit? Or should we... That's maybe no, a little we'll bit No, we'll leave spoilery. that. Because like, that, that's, that's a really good scene to watch. And I think... Um, I don't know. I think I think maybe I might just leave it there to be honest, because I think this movie is something worth checking out, and I would go see if you haven't seen it already, because I think it's honestly a better movie than it kind of needed to be in in some ways. I just think it really took some, it took a really creative direction with the film and work, and it started off really well and it worked really well, but I'll say it once, twice, three times. The tone of the film got mixed up, and by the end of it, I. I left the theater not really knowing how to feel. Yeah, lost its yeah. footing somewhere along the way. And so, yes, I will give a recommendation, but a soft recommendation. And I also will just say, go watch Logan, because that's the best movie in theaters right now. I'm I'm agree. I'm in agreement in both both cases. Logan's a tight fucking film. You guys haven't seen that? Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Logan, Kong, both good movies. Yeah, Logan yeah. may be trumping I a g- little bit, but we'll uh, in look all fairness, that for me in the comments, I guess. In all fairness, I am... S- I am excited for this monster verse. I think I think this leaves room for something interesting, and I think that's what this movie was trying to accomplish, and it did it. So I'll, I'll give it that. I agree. Also, I uh, we started a letterbox. So you guys use Letterboxed, Letterbox.com/slash/second viewing. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, you can check out uh, some movies we've seen this year and like this really short, like three out of five star ratings or zero out of five star ratings, whatever we give. Um, you can take a look at those and I wrote a small thing on Kong Skull Island you guys can take a look at that anyways be sure to like comment and subscribe on this video all that shit Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and whatever the fuck we have Instagram all that fun stuff if you're listening on SoundCloud share with a friend follow us you know how to do it Um, anyways I'm Kyle I'm Dan see you guys next week